guys. Welcome back to another episode of We Believe to You, Paranormal Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. We're going to have a really awesome interview today. I'm really excited about. Um, you guys all remember Joseph from episode 10. Well, we are getting his brother on and yeah, it's going to be exciting. Um, he, he talked up his brother and the stories that he's going to have. So I'm sure they're going to be good. Yeah, I'm kind of interested to see how he uh, how he got into like investigating like the historic side of it you know what i mean or like what interested him in him or why it was that he decided to do that so it's gonna yeah, be good for sure uh two things you remember that shadow thing that i saw in the window yeah um i saw it again but uh the the dog kind of made the shadow i mean this is during the day like literally this morning but i saw it like go across the window and i was like oh like that's that's the same height that it looked basically is what I was getting at. Mm -hmm. And, um, well that night it couldn't have been the dog. The dogs are inside in their crates. Like we were going to bed. So yeah, again, it, it kind of just confirmed that whatever it was had to be, I think, I don't know if I mentioned, I don't think I mentioned actually in the episode, we have like a little fenced in patio. Um, it's like larger since we're on the first floor, it's like larger than just like a regular patio, it like extends out. So we Mm -hmm. have like a little mini yard. Um, but that just kind of confirmed that whatever that shadow thing was, like if it was on the outside and something was casting it, it had to have been inside our patio. Yeah, and it was short. Um, so, oh, like so the when size- the dogs, so when the dogs made the shadow, they were also outside. Yeah, I oh, mean okay. this this morning, like it just like I I it kind of <clears throat> clarified or you know yeah clarified verified whatever that it whatever that was that night had to have been inside our patio area uh that's blocked off and it it what it it is in fact like short like it had to be i don't know how tall is a dog like three three feet feet maybe yeah two and a half yeah somewhere around there so i don't know that's crazy oh so um i had also kind of been telling you brother that you know that same feeling that I was kind of getting with that other male like attachment, yeah. That it's like someone's in the room and all that. Well, I'm kind of feeling that again, mm-hmm. but this time it feels more female or like yeah. a woman. Not, I don't even want to say a woman. It just feels young, also, and uh, but like super gentle and like subtle. Like the other dude was like all up in my face, super annoying, and she's just kind of there um and it was kind of it was also weird i was having this weird restless in and out kind of sleep for a little bit mm-hmm. and i know i did fall asleep at one point and then i had a dream that you and i saw her or had like an encounter with her or confronted her like i, I can't i don't even remember the details of the dream i just remember it was like us three like you me and this girl yeah person but i don't don't know in the dream like you saw her features and stuff like that no i mean no i i didn't i didn't really i can't make it out just because like it was such a short little like snippet and i woke up kind of like a in a panic not not panic like i was scared but um just like kind of like startled awake like uh yeah yeah um, and I don't, I don't remember the details of the dream at all. Like, I just remember it was us three and I was like, Eric, Eric, like, look, like he- here, look. And, but I like literally other than that, and that feeling of like, it's happening, like we're all seeing her. 
or we're all here like in the same space together kind of thing and then it, i just it was gone and i don't remember really anything else yeah you um and then like just thinking about it like do you have any idea like what you think she might look like or anything like that dark long hair I don't, I, I can't, I don't, I don't want to like say, I feel like I'd have to kind of think about it a little bit more or try and meditate on it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but I. Were, you, were yeah. you by any car accidents again? Or like traffic that was caused by a car accident? I don't know. I mean, it's Austin. I feel like there's car accidents all the time. It's hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the other guy, I just not like, it was a car accident. This is from something different. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel I'll like I you, need to. Yeah, I'll let you meditate on that, and then we can discuss later on whether it be in another episode or, you know, just you and me. And because uh, I had some stuff written down, but I don't want to like oh. put anything in your head, and then that's yeah. what you think of. I just want you to think of it on your own, and then uh, if I find that paper again, because I literally had it in my back pocket, <laughs> and now I can't find it. So, well, maybe it's a good thing that you lost it then so that I can kind of meditate on it, see what I get, write it down, and then we can confirm notes and see if we yeah. see the same thing again like last time. Yeah. I, I, actually, I actually don't think we've talked about that last time either, huh? We haven't. We probably we should. We need to talk about that too. Maybe maybe we should do like an episode on like attachments or something. Yeah, yeah we could do that. Okay. <clears throat> Stay tuned. <laughs> and. One other thing I wanted to share with you, brother, that I was super excited about. So for my birthday, we were my 30th birthday, we were supposed to go to Ireland, but well, <laughs> 2020 yeah. is a shit show and Corona. We're trying to kind of do a plan B and we wanted to go to Seattle. That wasn't working out. And then we we're like, okay, plan C, let's go to California. And then that's not working out. So I was like, all right, <laughs> let's just stay in Austin. Um and I just wanted to rent like a cabin in the woods. Like I didn't want to be necessarily around people just, but, um, so we're trying to figure out what to do. And Carlos was like, oh, I had an idea. I was going to surprise you with it, but I didn't really think that like, you know, if you'd want to do it. And so I was like, well, let me see, like, what's up. So he like passes me the phone and it's a haunted ghost tour here in, in Austin. But the really cool part about it is that it's like a private tour. So it's just us two. And, we get to ride around Austin in a hearse. That's weird. <laughs> no, I mean, no, that's it's cool. Not. No, it's cool. It's cool, but the hearse is kind of, that's kind of creepy. It's not. They like redid it, so like if you look inside, it looks like a, a limo. A limo. Mm. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So I don't you're know. gonna be riding in the back while the dead people were. Yeah, isn't that great? Um, sure. I mean, searching for ghosts all throughout Austin. It's gonna I mean, be so yeah, much that fun. part sounds awesome. The riding in the hearse part isn't my favorite idea in the world, but I mean, yeah, That's, it just seems like it's interesting for sure. I don't know. The hearse sealed the deal for me. I was like, yes, let's do this. I mean, it's, it definitely sounds like something you'd be in for or down for. Yeah. I'll have to get back to you guys and let you know how that went. Definitely want to hear about that. Alrighty. So we already introduced you a little bit, Dan. Uh, okay. As um, you know, we were just letting everybody know that you are uh, Joseph's brother that we we spoke with and spoke uh, to us about you on the last episode. Um, but uh, something that my sister always asks is, um, you know, what was like your first paranormal experience? Like your very first one that you remember having? Yeah, so my very first one, and I remember the year it was uh, 1984, mm-hmm. and. Uh, 
I was very young. Um, I had just lost my grandfather. And I remember there was a certain um, room I would always see my grandfather um, basically pray at his, his little shrine he had of candles and all that, you know. And, um, you know, he would sit in his room and stuff. And so I happened to uh, walk in that room one night and um, just to, just to, you know, just kind of my own way of saying, you know, I still remember you. And um, when I walked in there, I saw my grandfather standing in front of his candles. Mm-hmm. And um, what really got me was that I could see right through him mm-hmm. uh, because I could see the candles, but I could see his, <laughs> I could see it was him. And he basically just turned around and walked. It was a, a, another entrance on the other side of the room, walked towards my grandmother's room. But what really startled me thereafter, not just the fact that he had already passed, but that I didn't see his legs as mm-hmm. he walked and disappeared. And um, that's what got me, um, you know, I woke up my dad, told him everything about, hey, mm-hmm. I just saw grandpa, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he explained to me, he's like, you know, your grandfather loves you. I uh, won't hurt you. You know, he's just checking up on, on us. And... That started my, wow, what, what did I see? You know, what, what happened? And thereafter, I had a lot of other experiences um, with other things, but I never got to see my grandfather again thereafter. It was just mm-hmm. that time. But I still remember it was 1984 because he had just passed away. Yeah. Wow. That's, That's a beautiful first experience <clears throat> like yeah. for, with the paranormal, you know? Yeah. And, and I, again, uh, I know we've talked about it before, but our, we love when, you know, parents' reactions to these kinds of things is – you know, especially when it's family, it's like, hey, it's just them coming to say, you know, hi to you or, or you know, let you know that everything's good and stuff like that. Because, you know, it, it kind of also sets, I think, like your um, foundation. For yeah. It. For for that, those kinds of experiences further down the line, you know, because if they tell you, oh, you know, be careful with this and that and they freak you out, then you're kind of I feel scared of that stuff for the rest of your life rather than okay, you're, you have a different um, outlook on it, you know. Was it all the other experiences that you started having that kind of got you into starting to want to, like the information, all the historical information about these places, was that what started you on that kind of path? Or is it something that you've been into for, you know? So one of the things that I, that uh, I love history, I love American history and I love Texas history. So, you know, researching things like that, um, things about the Alamo, why the city's de- the streets are developed a certain way. I just started looking into it a little bit about, you know, things like that. But then I started seeing that, you know, hey, wait a minute. You know, I'm hearing you know, these paranormal things going on. And, and like I said, I had a lot of experiences myself. So I started digging why, you know, uh, why, why are these experiences happening and such. And I started finding whether it was something tragic that happened there or something, you know, maybe uh, the person just, you know, loved their home or, or whatever. Um, it was something that, that just linked up and I started researching it and, and, uh, trying to find out the whys. What kind of linked it together for you as far as like, I want to do the history of this, but I also want to actually go and investigate is, I mean, is it just kind of like something that like goes hand in hand? So, so kind of what happened there after it, and it started in the late eighties, um, after losing my grandfather and I had that experience, um, I had lost my dad. And, um, so it was, it was, you know, 
88, we moved into this house. And uh, what do you call it? Um, it was just me and my mom. And things started happening at this house, you know, that I started getting some experiences at uh, first. I didn't understand, like, uh, is this plane? Is this me? You know, and, and, you know, how is this, you know, happening? And I always try to find the logic behind it. Um, I'll give you the example that started this. Um, not knowing the history prior to my house or the mm. house that I lived in. Um, but, you know, when you fall asleep and you feel like you're falling off the edge of the bed and you just yeah. wake yeah. up startled, right? Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So, mm-hmm. you know, I woke up like that. and But I was hearing the headboard and the footboard creak like they moved. And mm-hmm. it started like, well, this isn't unusual. You know, I woke up like that. And so I was wondering, like, man, is the, to me, I was like, is the mattress moving? I just didn't understand it. And so I made it a point after that to always make sure that the the box of the bed, everything was aligned. It's, it's nothing's touching the footboard, nothing's touching the headboard. It's just, you know, it's just the mattress there. And um, nothing happened for a good while until one night it did. And it woke me up like that, you know, that I felt like I was going to fall off the bed. And I heard the headboards. What woke me up kind of halfway. And I looked and the mattress was corner to corner, one corner touching the headboard and the other corner touching the footboard. And I'm the only person in this room. So then thereafter, it was like, I'm explaining this to my mom, like, mom, we need to get a priest over here and bless this house. Something (laughs) is going on. Okay. And uh, of course, mom, you know, she's kind of like, you know, you're delusional. You're seeing things or no, no, no. I'm telling you that something's going on here. Uh, We had the priest come by. Yeah, nothing. Okay. Um, thereafter, we started hearing voices in the living room when nobody else. It's just me and my mom. And we're in our rooms. Start hearing voices. So, okay, what's going on? What's going on? And nothing harming. Nothing. Nothing that you know. You know things or anything being thrown at us or anything. It was just something letting us know that it was there. And mm-hmm. finally, I just said, you know what? I need to find out what's going on here. I need to find out why this is. So I started asking neighbors, hey, what's going on? And you guys seen anything, you know, blah, blah. Well, they start sharing some experiences with me and they start telling me things going on in their house. Some of the things that were happening, um, TV would turn on for no reason. Um, and I remember one night I, I became real good friends with a guy across the street and uh, we played cards and everything. You know, he's a uh, guy much older and stuff, but hey, you know, I'm a teenager and I'm playing poker with this, you know, and, and his, he's got his kids too. They're a little younger than me and stuff. And, and uh, we're all hanging out, you know, and um, TV turns on for no apparent reason. I remember back then Chris Maru was on the Ken's five or something. And all of a sudden we start seeing Chris Maru's, the image is turning upside down. And it, on the TV, it's the TV's not moving. It's just the image. Yeah. It's turning. Right. And so creepy. We're, 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 we're looking at this TV like, dude, <clears throat> unplug yeah. it. Unplug yeah. it. So we unplug yeah. it. <laughs> um, the other thing was that we started making it a habit. Every time we would hang out, you know, at seven o'clock or whatever, you know, in the evening, whenever we are playing cards, unplug the, the TV. Yeah. We unplugged yeah. it. Eventually, what happened one occasion we still hear a voice coming no. through and oh we're God. like, wait a minute, dude, I'm about to throw your TV outside. I seriously, yeah. I am not good. We're not playing anymore. Um, and on his house, um, the, um, his daughter, she's at the time she was about 15. Uh, she, we hear her crying, get over there. 
and she's sitting at the edge of the bed and she claims that she was lifted and they sat her, she was asleep laying on her back mm-hmm. and then she was put to the edge of the bed. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, I'm, I'm like, dude, you know, what happened here? You know, that something's going on, you know, there was something that had happened. So, so researching. This, sorry, uh-huh, this is at his house, right? This is at his house, right? So then it's, the similar things are happening at both houses. Somewhat, but I, I never got lifted from the bed. Okay. That was a good yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. mine, mine was just the mattress was moving. Mm-hmm. Um, so researching my house, I ended up finding out that, and I still remember the name of Mr. McDougal's, uh, was the prior owner. He mm-hmm. lived there by himself. His kids lived out of state. He passed away in my room mm-hmm. and heart attack, you know, but it, from what I gathered with the neighbors, once I started mentioning his name, that they knew him, mm-hmm. um, they said he loved his house and mm-hmm. that, you know, he cared for his house. He, he took care of the garden. Um, he loved his house because his, him and his wife had that house. You know, they raised their kids there. And I said, makes sense that here this man is like, hey, I'm still here. This is my place, you know. Yeah. Uh, I never did see him, though. Uh, but we did hear... We did hear things. We did hear noises and stuff. And then, so I'm trying to also still puzzle, well, what's the link with the rest of the house or the other houses? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, researching, I ended up finding out it was a, uh, there was a uh, Indians that lived there and mm-hmm. way back in the time of the missions yeah. and such. And um, so unknown, I don't know if there's a burial ground, but there was, there was Indians, there was um the, the missions and stuff, you know, so there was, a, there was a lot of history there in that, in that area um, that triggered me from that into looking into other, other locations, you know, um, such as, you know, downtown. And, and of course, San Antonio has so much, so much history, but it's not just downtown. There's so many other places in Texas that, that I, I just love the history now and start researching and looking into, you know, the whys and such, and then giving the background and then, trying to go and look for what evidence we can find as far as paranormal. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So real quick question. Uh, sorry, Michelle, but I, I want to get this in before, cause it really doesn't. Uh, Joseph, me- Joseph mentioned to us um, that he had a similar experience with a uh, telephone, a light up telephone where the phone rang or something like that. It was lighting up and then like it, it happened a couple of times. So they disconnected it and it lit up again. What he told us at the time was that during that time they were playing with a Ouija board. So <laughs> prior to these experiences, had you like with the TV and stuff like that, had you played with a Ouija board or was it just something that happened? No, that was something that happened. I, I can tell you, I have never played with a Ouija board. I do yeah. not intend to play with any Ouija board. You know, okay. I, but I, I do, I do, I do believe that there's, there's things out there and you don't need an Ouija board to contact us. Sometimes right. they will let you know if they're there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Cause I mean, yeah. the, he had a, a similar experience. I was like, wow, it's crazy. You know, I was like, I wonder mm-hmm. if they were together for that, you know, Ouija board experience. So yeah. one of the things that I, and, and my grandmother, you know, she, she passed away long ago too, but she, uh, Hispanic culture, the, uh, curanderos, you know, the, 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 People that you know uh, believe in it, curing you and all that other stuff. So mm-hmm. she she kind of did that stuff. So a lot of this stuff back when she was alive, I used to address it with her, and I used to mm-hmm. tell her, "Look, Grandma, this is what happened. This is what I saw." And um, so she would tell me, like, you know, well, you, you need to pray or you need to do this and that. And one of the things when I was mentioning about my neighbor across the street, more things happened there at his house mm-hmm. than the others. There were other people saw things, but it wasn't as bad. It wasn't even as bad as mine. Uh, or, I mean, uh, um, you know, the the other houses, uh, 
his house was far worse. And, and one of the things that I, I did mention to my grandmother, cause she asked me, she says, Hey, she goes, um, let me ask you, you know, how is, how is your friend's relationship with his wife? You know, are they happily married and all that? And I said, well, yeah, but they're always arguing. Of course, I'm a teenager. I don't understand this. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're always arguing. And she says, well, you know, one of the things that happens is that when a place, you know, like a house and you argue too much, you bring that stuff in, you bring it more, you know, mm-hmm. and it starts coming out more. And I started saying, you know what, that does make a lot more sense because aside from the daughter being lifted, one of the other things I did notice was tortillas lifting. What? Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm sitting there at his, you know, we're playing, we're playing cards and stuff. And um, there was, uh, there's this table and you could enter from the dining room. You could enter the kitchen into two different, either from the hallway or from, uh, from the side of the, of the dining room. And um, so we're playing and we hear his other daughter, his middle daughter. Um, she's screaming bloody murder. So I run one direction. My friend Philip runs the other direction. When we enter, um, I see her. Uh, Maricela was against the tape, the, the um, refrigerator. You know, mm-hmm. she's, she's, she's screaming, but she's just pressed against her backs against the refrigerator. And she's has her hands sunk kind of like, you know, up in the air somewhat. Um, and she's screaming bloody murder and I'm looking at her and, and all I could, she can't tell me, but she's pointing, like, look in front of me and she's facing the, the stove. Yeah. When I turn and look at the stove, she had two tortillas on the stove and, and mind you, there's, there's a flame and everything else, right? Uh, the, the, the heat, but the tortillas were about two to maybe three, three inches far too much, but probably about two inches above the flame. Wow. And they're floating there. And then when we look, me and her dad saw it, uh, Philip, uh, they drop. Oh, and, <laughs> and at that point, I mean, we're, we're like, what the hell? So, um, she, she's with her mom. They're trying to, you know, uh, take care of her. Cause she is, she's freaked out. So are we, but then we, I think we went through almost 20, 20 tortillas trying to replicate this. We're yeah. putting them on the stove. <laughs> trying to, I think I don't know how many we burned <laughs> just yeah. trying to like, why did this happen? You know? Um, but, uh, so yeah, those are some of the things that, that I experienced. Um, it's good to have that healthy, healthy, uh, skepticism Mm -hmm. just so that you, you're not believing or thinking that everything that's happening is, you know, paranormal. Paranormal. Yeah. 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 Because I mean, I see some people that, um, you see it sometimes too, in these photos that people take pictures and they're like, well, dude, that's, it's a, that's an orb. You know, and I'm like, no, mm. that's dust. You know, um, I did a I did a tour not too long ago at one of the cemeteries here in San Antonio, and uh, so people were taking pictures, and all of a sudden they start telling me about these orbs, and I said, okay, hold on, everybody stop, and so we stopped, and, and I said, okay, so take a picture, it's less orbs, right? And I start kicking the dirt, and I said, take a picture now. Oh, there's a plenty of orbs. No, there's plenty yeah. of dirt all over there. the place. That's what you're taking a <laughs> yeah. picture of. I said, I yeah. don't believe. I need something a little bit more stronger than that. Yeah. Um, I need, you know, something that, um, you know, an image, a, a figure, a, a face, a voice. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't go into the orbs or anything like that. So, um, I know, like, we, we've talked about, um, I think it was on episode three with Max. Uh my sister and Max had, had gone to this house downtown that since has been, I guess, burned down in an arson fire and stuff like that, or in an arson. Um, 
but we were talking about we would we had wanted to like kind of learn the history of the house and stuff like that and uh i don't uh, how does somebody go about doing that like how do they go about like finding the history of a house or an area and stuff like that so a lot of the stuff that um you know san antonio uh, well you'd have to go go to the uh, bear county court look into the to the records of the plots who's the prior owners. Um, mm-hmm. I run the names because now with the internet, I mean, a lot of stuff you can, you can research. Uh, yeah. Um, so I try to find who the prior owners are. Um, I do um, stuff like uh, if I get a, if I get a name, I start running, uh, running it through. Uh, I even do at the ancestry uh, stuff because oh, you yeah, find yeah. a lot of records in there too, that, that are yeah. linked. Um, I found, so part of also what I do is, uh, uh, like I said, I do a lot of history and stuff. So I was doing a lot of the uh, uh, officers down, right, okay. uh, here in Bear County. And I found I found several records that were wrong in San Antonio officer down pages. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa, you know, dude, this guy didn't die on this day. He died on this day. This is the complication. I found the, the newspaper articles. I found um, a lot of uh, things that I corrected with uh, the mm-hmm. I sent it to them and I said, Hey, this is the correct information. Plus you also have other officers that were killed in line of duty and, and y'all guys didn't know. And um, so I find a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, things through the, the ancestry, uh, the newspaper articles. Uh, I also um, um, subscribe to the, uh, to the news uh, articles of the old, the old articles. Um, you go to, um, San Antonio Library, uh, they have the microfilm, um, mm-hmm. so you can get a lot of stuff in there too. But uh, you have to look at. Um, I start off with the Bear County records, especially like for for the uh, the addresses and stuff like that. And then I go over to the uh, San Antonio Police Department and see, or whoever, and see, hey, what can you tell me about this address? You know, is there was there a murder there? Was there you know anything that I as for open records request and mm-hmm. they give me what they can, you know? Yeah. So I get things from that too. Yeah. So then it would just be like going to your county's like records and, mm-hmm. you know, start off there. there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Start off there with the hit, with the address because you try to, you're trying to run the the name of the, who, who owned it, mm-hmm. you know? And then you, you try to find, well, now I have this name. Let me see who, um, if they were in the newspaper for any reason, if they were, you know, whatever. And a lot of times you find some interesting history. And now with even, uh, what's it, find a grave, as I do some of the history with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people are already putting articles in there, uh, you know, about, you know, so-and-so passed away because of this or that. And uh, I start finding the history behind that, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of uh, good resources. You just have to um, go down there and just take a look. But usually I start off with the county records. Yeah, Brownsville uh, does have a lot of history. I just did that one on, on Fort Brown and and uh, a story on that. And yeah, mm-hmm. it definitely has a lot of history that needs to be preserved. Mm-hmm. Um, if history is is where we come from, it's what we you know. How did we get here? Well, you know, I love that and I love looking into that. It's the foundation and anything else thereafter. I mean, you know, at least we know what was there before. That's mm-hmm. why I like preserving it. That's why, like, it always kind of bothers me when when people. I listen to other paranormal podcasts, but people give these podcasts crap for like going into the history before they get into the ghost. They're like, just give me the ghost. I'm like, the reason that there are ghosts is because of the history. Like you have to, you have to know the history without that history. There is no ghost. It's a context for what's happening, you know? And, and I didn't, yeah. And I never realized like how, 
I, I was actually just telling Eric uh, for my 30th birthday, like we were supposed to go to Ireland, obviously with, with that, like plans are canceled. So we're actually staying here in, in Austin and doing like a haunted, uh, ha- haunted Austin tour. And they're going to like go into the history of some of these buildings and stuff. Um, I'm just, I mean, I'm excited about the possibility of like ghost, but more just kind of learning more about the city I've lived in for 11 years now, 12 years almost. Um, so that should be interesting. Yeah. And Austin also has a lot of history too. I, I love, I love going down to Austin. Uh, I don't like to stay though, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, you know, but I do love, I, I do love visiting uh, Austin. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm really interested in, and in if you could link us that that article that the you Fort read. Brown. I mean, just, yeah, the Fort Brown stuff. I mean, it's because you know we live yeah. here and stuff, and I mean anything that you read. I mean, you write and stuff. Obviously, we'd be interested, but more, definitely, like, especially the Fort Brown, because I mean, I went to the university there. The main campuses or the original campuses of TSC and stuff like that are what um, were you know was mostly built on the fort and stuff and and mm-hmm. you know the morgue and all that stuff and people have had like so many experiences there and you know i'd be interested to read up more on on that stuff you know right or for you guys to do an investigation there yes we're, <laughs> cool. we're working on uh the next one we're working on we're talking to my, my brother he's the one that likes to go do the, the investigations that I'll, I'll tag along with him and kind of guide him on the on the history of it mm-hmm. um but uh yeah, the next one we're looking at is uh, uh, over in Goliad. So oh, okay. we'll be announcing oh, yeah. that soon. And then we're working our way down, <laughs> down south. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, let, definitely let us know. But, yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, definitely. Especially, I mean, when, like, I love the fact that you guys are, are doing this podcast and such uh, and just getting some information out there. And, and uh, I like that. And yeah, definitely look forward to something down the road. That would be great. No, thank you. I mean, we appreciate that. Of the places that you've, or if you've studied any places here in Austin, like what is the place with the most history that, that you could name off the top of your head that you've looked into? Um, so there is a house next to the uh, tower up in Austin, the Little Field House. That was uh, originally a house uh, built in uh, 1894 by uh, Major George Washington Littlefield and his uh, wife, Alice. Uh, old Victorian mansion. Um and um, he had passed away, but she stayed there and they donated this house over to the university. However, she still stayed there um, to where she could see when the tower was being built. And um, wow. what he called, of course, uh, she would always see it from the set, the balcony look, looking over and speaking with some of the uh, the people that worked there for the university, mostly the janitors and stuff that, you know, fix that, uh, keep up because uh, they're mostly now offices for the university. Um they claim every morning things are being moved because Miss Alice likes to put things back <laughs> where they're at. Um, it's mostly her spirit that is seen on the second floor. Um, and then, of course, we know the tragedy between the shooting of the tower, which happened mm-hmm. when you, it's just real close to it. and You, you can see it. Um, I think there's a lot of attachment from the prior owners. And now that it's a university, they you know, still come and check up on their own home. And yeah. uh, so that's one of them that sticks out. Of course, there's also the Driscoll Hotel, mm-hmm. um, some of the other places. Um, but uh, but that house definitely, I think, um, I just, I, I really have an attachment to that house. I want to actually go back and do an actual investigation with my little brother uh, to go out there. Yeah. That'd be cool. yeah. I, yeah, I'm excited for you guys, man. Like I, I watched that episode that, at the Gunter Hotel. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, 
I, I don't know if I haven't gotten a notification that part two is out. So if it is out, I need to go check it out. But I'm like We're going anxious. back. I'm anxiously yeah. waiting for his, that little cliffhanger that you guys left us on. I was kind of like, you. I need more, you know, so <clears throat> and it, it was cool because, again, like you see this stuff on TV and it's like you see it on TV and it's like, mm, like, do you, you wonder, like, is this, you know, production and you know, just for production value. And then like, you see people like just normal people that, you know, doing it. And, um, and, but the thing is like, and I've talked about this with my sister before is like, I've seen stuff like recorded by normal people. And like, you can tell immediately that it's like, it's like, okay, dude, this is, this is fake. But like (laughs) your guys stuff, like I was watching it and I was like, dude, this feels like an actual like paranormal show that you see on TV. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It just feels real. Like, you know, at least to me anyway. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, so how this started up, we have our brother, we always talked about paranormal and we did, he did a lot back in the early, I would say like nineties and such. Uh, and, uh, and then we, we just stopped and we moved on with our lives. We did our careers and everything else. And then I started bugging him and I said, Hey man, you know, come on, get back into this, start researching and, and such. And, and we talked about it and then it was just funny. Him and his, uh, his, our, our other partner, uh, Stephen Casanova, is the camera guy. Um, they started talking about, you know, let's get out there and let's do this. And it's right about the same time that I started telling him that, you know, I wanted to uh, start researching and, and getting the my uh, uh, Instagram page to, you know, reflect on some of the ghost stories and things like that. And we just tied up together. And I, I did my page. He did his. And um, when uh, we did the Gunther, I was, I was telling him that story. And I said, mm. I, and I have actual, you know, photos of the crime scene. I have a lot more photos in a lot more places. Um, yeah, those are pretty disturbing too. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> we I'm have surprised some, that's still on YouTube. I yeah, <laughs> I, I still have some that are far worse than that. But of course, wow. we can't we can't put them out there. Um, but uh, when I mentioned this story to him, he he was taken off by it. And I just told him, I said, look, man, one thing I'm going to say is that is it haunted? Yeah, I've I've been out there and I've seen a lot of stuff there too, mm. um, and. I said, but if we don't get anything, then we're going to report while we're out here, we didn't find anything, you know, mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's not, or doesn't mean that these things aren't going on. It just didn't happen when we were there. Right. And I said, but we're going to be real with people and keep it that way. Uh, I'm not going to, you know, stage something or anything like that. It's if we see it, it's like, wow, you know, uh, this is what happened. You take, you take your opinion on that, you know, mm-hmm. and we'll just leave it at that, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that, that was a fun one to to do, and we definitely want to go back. No, and and I think it's important, like Michelle said uh, about getting like well, because at the very beginning, I mean, guys, if you're like, go check it out, the Paranormal Journal uh, on on YouTube, and watch the episode. I just wanted, I do want to say that like I really enjoyed as well the, the fact that they had you you were on there talking about the history before you guys went into the investigation, because I think, again, that gives you context into what you're, you're trying to investigate. Cause if you just go in there and start investigating a, a place without giving any backstory to it, it's just kind of like, okay, well, what are we doing here? Like, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's very important as well. Um, I don't know if uh, Joe shared with y'all um, when we, we stayed in that room and of course, I mean, it was, it, there was nothing a whole lot going but uh, we found after we filmed, <laughs> we found that uh, we found more history about this this uh, room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he shared with you that that of course they remodeled that floor 
and uh, there's a section that is empty. Like it still has the original back in the day. Um, uh, some of the, like, I guess the, the tub and stuff that's, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And th- all they did was just close it off. They said that like, there's like a good four or five feet of space between one room to the other from the original. But did they mention uh, why they did that? So the reason they wanted to change the image of, of, because a lot of people knew about this murder, right? Right. And they knew, oh, this is the original door. And so people did not want to stay in, in, in a room that, well, this is where the murder took place. So what they did, they just they just separated it and it just changed it. That's the only floor they did that and remodeled mm-hmm. just to try to get away from what happened. Well, now the hotel welcomes you. If you want to come and investigate this room, they will <laughs> by all means, hey, come over here. Yeah, check it out. People are still asking about this murder because like I mentioned, this is the, this is uh, one of the cases, rare cases where we know who did it. We just don't know who he did this to where usually, you know, who was murdered. You just don't know who did it. And, you know, it's very, it's in that body was never found, but we know that there was a body. Um, it's just, it's a very interesting case. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of a place? I, I think it's an Austin. Or like maybe outskirts of Austin, but it's called Pioneer Farms. Yes. Okay. I, I just listened to a podcast about this place, and I'm like, this is in Austin. It just sounds super fascinating. Would would that be something that you'd be you guys would be interested in in trying to look if into? If we can get to all of them, we would love to. But yes, right. definitely yeah. in Austin. Yes, yes, that's another one that we would look into. Uh, definitely. Uh, uh, at this point, right now, like I said. Uh, First one we're going to try to tackle is the uh, one in Goliad, and then move oh, yeah. down, move down to the USS Lexington. Hopefully, God willing, I, gets us to there. Yeah, and what what exactly is uh, is in Goliad that you guys are going to be looking at again? Um, so we're going to be going down to uh, in Goliad. We're going to be going down to uh, one of the missions that's uh, that's down there. Um, give you the it's because uh, I always mess. Presido Nuestra Señora de uh, de la Baja. It's uh, basically La Baja uh, or Presido uh, mission. Mm-hmm. And so what happened then was um, this mission was back in uh, 1747. Uh, it was built by the Spanish army. And eventually, you know, when, uh, when Texas was trying to become its own, its own country, most people don't uh, uh, realized that, uh, but back when it was trying to become its own country, there was a, com- a commander there, Colonel James Fannin, that was uh, that was down there, and he had uh, he had heard the the cry out to uh, the Alamo. He knew Santa Ana's coming down here, and uh, he's got about three hundred men. That says, "I'm going to answer Travis's uh, letter. Let's get down there, you know, and go help them out." Well, as they tried to march up to San Antonio. They were stopped and intercepted by another force of the Mexican army that Santa Ana knew. Go down there and block them off. Mm. Brought them back down to the uh, to the mission, and uh, they separated the men 150 one way, 150 the other way. And they told them, "Hey, oh, we're just going to attack the Alamo, and uh, we're going to let you guys go." And when they decided to uh, turn around and just say, "Nope." We're going to go ahead and kill them. And so they they shot all uh, 300 men. Colonel Fannin was left. And they had orders to kill him. So he turned around and said, look, do me a favor. 
y'all can, I know y'all going to kill me. Don't shoot me in the face. Give my property and my belongings to my family. And please give me a proper burial. They did quite the opposite. They went ahead, shot him in the face. They took his belongings and they piled all the men in a mass open grave and placed Colonel Fannin on top and left them there. This happened March. And in June, after the Battle of the Alamo and everything else, um, another uh, Texas uh, army found the uh, bodies of what was left and just basically buried them and, and as best as they could because after animals had already gotten to them and everything else. So very tragic, very sad, but the uh, mission itself, they, they allow, they look for ghost hunters as well. If you want to stay down there, you know, they're open to it. Uh, they have rooms where you can rent out. You can uh, ghost hunt at night. Um, they're, they're open to that. So I said, you know, let's get down there and see what we can see. The other, other uh, investigators have been out there and, uh, they've gotten some good, good, uh, footage and good information and stuff. But as, uh, the paranormal journal and Oslo Muerte Chronicles, we want to get out there and see for ourselves yeah. as well, you know, course, see what we yeah. can come back with. <clears throat> yeah. Definitely looking forward to that one. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a good one. <laughs> I actually want to kind of talk about because Joseph was talking to us about you having some experiences with lechuzas. And uh, <laughs> I knew he was going to bring that one up. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> as far as, as all the ghost stories, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, as far as what lechuzas, I haven't, you know, the story is that they have, um, they're these Hispanic women that are witches that turn into these owls. I've never seen this. I've never seen anybody turn into an owl or anything like that. But as I mentioned, there's things that I cannot explain what happened or I mean, or why it happened, how it happened. But uh, as, as a kid, when my, my dad was still around and um, I would go and stay with him and he was telling me a lot about these lechuzas, you know, and I'm like, dude, like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? These birds and what they whistle and what they bug you. And, and, and he's like, look, you get this, what you got to do, you know? And he's, so he's telling me that I have to you know, basically curse at them and get yeah. away from me, that type of a deal. And I just like, I don't understand, but okay. And I remember when I was staying with him that, walked over, you know, to the restroom, the restroom, the toilet is, is, you know, it's a small little room and there's a screen window, right? If you, you know, stand in front of the toilet, it's just a screen little window. Um, and I would hear literally birds or a bird just flying right by that window. Always. Every time I go to the restroom, turn on the light, bird would hit that thing, you know, like, like flapping and then scratching at it, like just scraping on it. And then I would hear these whistles. And so I mentioned to my dad, 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 you know, is it, I, I didn't see it, but you know, is this what's going on? And he's like, well, you know, just cuss at them and blah, blah, blah. And I finally, I started telling him, I ain't going to the restroom, man. You know what? I just, I'll just pee here in bed, dude. Yeah. You know, I'm not moving. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, it, it startled me. Um, and then of course I mentioned, I have my grandmother, you know, on, on my mom's side. So right. I, I brought the attention to her. And I said, look, grandma, this is what's going on. My dad's talking about these lechuzas. Well, of course, now she's telling me the same thing. Not, not, not about cussing at them, but she's like, you know, yeah, I know that there's these, these, they, 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 
basically put a curse, you know, this and that, and, and they follow you. And, and I'm like, who's putting a curse? She explained that to me. Um, but she says, you know, on my end, I'm going to, I'm going to do anything to protect you. So she did her, her, you know, stuff or branches and all this and that, a, a sweep is what I, you know, and, and then she told me, she says, Hey, she goes, um, you know, you ever see a white uh, bird, a white owl. Don't be afraid of that one. That one's protecting you from the other one. And I said, hmm. but I've never seen the other one. I don't know what you're talking about. And I left it alone. And I do remember one occasion we were outside and it was well, I'm with my dad. And of course he's with his, his brothers and family. And, and it's not completely dark enough where we could still see each other. There's no light. And I see my dad just rolling around, just yelling, get him off me, get him off me. And I, I couldn't understand what was going on. I'm freaking out. And when I finally, I see him, he's, he's, I mean, he, he just stopped. He stopped rolling around and he had scratches on his, like, not human scratches, nothing like they're like real thin scratches with someone with mm-hmm. a little bit of blood. And he's got them on his neck. He's got them on his, on his back and his face. And I couldn't understand this. I'm freaking out. You know, uh, brought him inside. They tended to him and everything else. And I mentioned it again to my grandmother. And um, she told me that that they attacked him, but where we could, we couldn't see it. And I, I didn't understand this to me. I'm like, what kind of crazy Mexican <laughs> stuff is going on here, yeah. man? Um, and uh, this is the last time I ever I ever saw that. Yeah, I remember after my dad passed away and we moved to that house that I mentioned we lived at. Um, I'm sitting outside talking to my 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 new neighbor, my new friend, um, uh, Troy Taylor, and um, you know. We'll, white guy and stuff. And I'm telling him all these stories, right? And we're sitting outside. I still remember my mom coming outside telling me, hey, it's time to go go inside. You're going go to go to school. And oh, mom, we were outside drinking water and saying we had the lawn chairs. And there's this huge tree over to my right. Um, but the the tree, um, it uh, it never reached the, the sidewalk or its branches never reached the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And I just remember I'm telling Troy all these stories and he doesn't believe me at all. Who's going to believe this? You know, a guy right. rolling around, all of a sudden he's scratched up, you know, and I just told him, I said, look, man, I can't explain it. I just know what I saw. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so he, exactly what he tells me. He says, uh, Hey, uh, that's just Mexican folklore, man. He goes, yeah, that's not true. I said, I don't know. You call it whatever you want to call it, but I know what I saw. I was there. And yeah. I said, and I can't explain it. I, I don't have an explanation. I don't know what it is. All of a sudden, I hear these large wings flapping. Both oh he God. and I hear this large wing flapping. And we look up to this huge tree. Next thing, what caught our attention, and it just happened so quick. Next thing that caught our attention is this huge branch is laying on the sidewalk. We heard it fall. We look mm. at the branch. <laughs> and look back up to see what the hell dropped that. And we see this, I mean, it was huge, huge white bird. Wow. It was was just, it just glided across, it was gliding across the street. There is no, there is no trees across the street. This is across the street would be, uh, or I mentioned earlier, my friend Philip's house. Um, 
the tree, there was no huge trees on his side or anything. There's no clouds. There's nothing. We see this white bird just gliding over before it even got to the house. It just disappears. So Troy and I leave the lawn chair, everything we had (laughs) outside. We run inside my house. And now he's he's screaming bloody murder. He's freaking nice. He's oh man, I believe, I believe, I believe. And I said, dude, <laughs> you know, there you go. There's your Mexican folklore. You know, that's yeah. exactly what I would see, and I can't explain it. I don't know what we just saw. All I know is yeah. a huge white bird just disappeared. I don't know what it was. Was it a lechuza? I don't know. Um, and then I remember him telling me, dude, walk me to my house. Dude, you live next door. I remember I just told him, I said, look, man, I said, um, you run next door, jump the fence, um, and uh, just turn on your light. Let you know. Let me know you made it, and, and we're done. And yeah. uh, I just yeah. remember my mom waking up and, like, upset because I left everything outside. And when I explained <laughs> to her why we left it outside, she's looking at me now like, and that's why you go to sleep early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, then, and then that's when you tell your friend, no que no cabrón. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, but I, I, I did. So you, you said that your grandmother told you that the white ones are like, good. they said protection. They were protecting me against the other one. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I don't saw? know what it meant. Me? What's that? Oh, sorry, Who? Eric. Didn't, didn't you see it? Uh, an yeah. owl or was well, it white though? Yeah. That's what I was. That's what I was getting at next was that the time that I saw it, it was, it was white and it, mm-hmm. same thing tree out front. Uh, it just, but I did see it land in the tree. I saw it come down, like you exactly how you described it. Huge wings, like huge wingspan. Yeah, the thing was massive, and it just lands in the tree. You couldn't really see exactly where it was in the tree, but it like it lands, and then like I turned around. I remember calling my my mom and my dad, uh, or just calling, I guess, calling out into the house to come because there was a big bird in the in the tree, and they come out, and then like when they start getting to the door, this thing just takes off and. I mean, I don't remember if it disappeared or, or what happened, but I, I and I did, I just remember it leaving, but I don't remember, you know, if we tracked it to see how far it went or whatever. But that was mm-hmm. my experience. Well, yeah, I mean, well, my, I just go based on what my grandmother told me on that. Yeah. I just as so much as I know about it, and that's the first time I ever saw the a white one. I, like I said, the other ones I never saw. I heard them, I heard or I heard mm-hmm. something, and uh, you know, it always it always ended up happening that way. Um, one thing I, I do remember, it was not a lechusa. Um, I'll share this story. It's funny. Um, so, eventually, you know, I got married and then uh, um, had uh, we had this tree uh, in front of the house. It was huge as well, but it had this ivy growing all over it. So, it had all this ivy hanging down and stuff from the prior owners and stuff. And I'm outside with my two uh, two best friends and stuff. We're outside talking and stuff. And one of my, one of my friends, Vince, he uh, turns around and says, hey, man. You know, he's looking at this tree and he's like, he's, he's like, he, he likes to look into paranormal stuff. And he's like, Hey man, he goes, that right there, bro. That could be a lechusa tree. And me and my other friend, uh, Davio, we're looking at each other and we're looking at him. We carry our conversation kind of just ignored him. Like, dude, whatever. <laughs> and he kept on talking about this and he's looking at the tree. He goes, no, nah, man, it's real creepy, man. He goes, Hey, that could be a lechusa tree. And I said, dude, all right, already enough with this lechusa tree. I'm just telling you it's a lechusa tree. And then all of a sudden we hear these, these birds flapping in the in the tree and it happened so fast we look we look up at it and i kid you not and all of a sudden these things they fly across across the street to the other tree another tree and they're they're flapping you know and we're like what the hell 
Then they fly towards us and they go whiz by Vince's head. Like they just, oh. but they weren't Lechusas. They were crows and they were fighting each other. But oh. Vince, it, it was perfect timing. Vince is hugging. Yeah. He's hugging Octavio and he's like, Lechusa. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, dude, they, they, there you go. You're calling them and look at what happened. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but there were there were a couple of crows. We 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 were able to see those. <laughs> oh. wow. It was crazy. Still, yeah, it was perfect timing though. <laughs> yeah, I've I've feel like I've read that that like maybe not necessarily like in in Mexican lore, but uh, other cultures where like crows are also associated with with witches. Well, um, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Like on the, but there's something in in the Hispanic culture called, uh, and more so like in like the native uh, Mexican culture and stuff called a nahual, and they're uh, shapeshifters basically. So um, they turn into animals, different animals. It doesn't necessarily have to be a lechuza. So it could be, you know, that too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some of the what you're mentioning, some of the uh, Indian. Um, uh, have the belief as well about the uh, uh, shapeshifters and such mm-hmm. and, and, you know, uh, wolves, crows. And that's what reminded me was the, the some of the uh, native uh, Indians have that belief as well. I mean, I'm, I'm really glad. I, I definitely want to have you back on. Cause I feel like we could go for, cause I know we Just, like went, scratch oh, the surface of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we could go more with you. And, and so I All definitely right. want to have you back on. Um, hey, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I know we're, we're, we're wanting to get Joseph on too later, you know, Okay. You know. Maybe like after you guys do the uh, Goliad, Goliad investigation. I mean, obviously okay. after you put your stuff out because yeah, you want, yeah. you know, but yeah. definitely after that, uh, we'd like to have you both back on just so we can give us more history on it and, and just your, your all's experiences on there and stuff like that. Yes, definitely. Definitely. That would be great. I know you, we've mentioned it before and Joseph mentioned you and we did tag you on uh, last uh, on his episode as far as, you know, your, your uh, Facebook, Instagram, stuff like that. But um, if you could go ahead and give us that and where we can read your articles, like, like what you wrote about UTB and, and, or the Fort Brown, I'm sorry. And, and mm-hmm. different things like that. So, uh, I have a, uh, Asa La Morte Chronicles, um, and you're going to find it on, the, uh, on Instagram as, 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 uh, Asa La Morte, uh, Chronicles, or fi- you can find us, uh, find it on uh, Facebook, mm-hmm. um, Asa La Morte Chronicles, um, and uh, I do link a lot with uh, with the Paranormal Journal, so definitely. And it, uh, I also I have the email with uh, muertechronicles at gmail.com. If anybody has videos or information or, or anything they want us to go and look into, definitely try to see what has, you know we can make it out there and uh, look into it. But I definitely welcome any any photos and stories, backstories to it uh, that I would definitely share. Awesome. Yeah. Guys, go check them out. Uh, definitely. Uh, if you're into history, go check out uh, Hasta La Muerte Chronicles. And if you're into like the backstory of these places, go check them out. And then also go look at uh, the Paranormal Journal because uh, they do have an episode up. And like I said, I saw it and it's mm-hmm. it's good. And he does have a few other EVPs in there that are pretty crazy. So yeah. definitely go check them both out. It's you, you definitely worth your time. 100%. So cool. yeah, man. Again, Dan, thank you again for coming on here. We appreciate you, and uh, it was. We'll definitely. We're yeah. We're having you back. Just <laughs> thank you. Be yeah, thank you for the time. Thank for you. Sure. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. That was fun. <laughs> I man, I knew it was going to be good. You know. Yeah. Definitely yeah. feel like we just scratched the surface, though. Like I, w- I would love to have them both on again. 
both yeah. Joseph and, and Dan. It would be even interesting to have them both on at the same time. I thought about it, but I feel like then it would be a four-hour conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll see. Or, I mean, yeah, maybe after they do that Goliad investigation, we can have them both on and um, talk at the same time. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I'd like to have them on again separately and then have them on together. You know what I mean? So basically, they're just going to be reoccurring uh, guests on our show. Yeah. Well, you know, it happens, right? I'm fine with that. Um, uh, yeah, it was it was it was good. Uh, I because I, I like you, we we were talking about. I really enjoy that like the history behind this stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? The the yeah. investigation, the just learning the backstory of these things. And again, I'm really interested to see what he wrote about you know uh, Fort Brown and stuff. Like I know. That. Yeah. My God, I just saw an orb. What? An orb. It might have been dust because it felt like it, it was, but it like passed by your head. It's the girl. Okay, so it was right here, and it kind of did like a wavy thing coming down like this. Hmm. Hmm. Like over by where you're at. Oh, dude! It just came forward to the camera. What? Yeah, dude. It, like re- literally, when I said by the sweaters, fuck. Like the sweaters are right here, right? Like. Right here? Yeah. Okay, so like from the sweaters, when I said, oh, the sweaters, blah, 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 it goes like this, and it came towards the camera. Eric, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm like actually legit scared because I've been having such a hard time breathing this entire, like. Dude, and remember when I, I know, I know. <laughs> I know what you said. That's why I'm freaking out. I don't want to be in here anymore, and Carlos isn't here. I'm freaking out. Uh, okay, so do you want to like. Is my audio still. Your audio now. My audio is what? Your audio sounds fine now. Uh, um, give me a second. Let me just like I, I I thought like honestly like okay I was like it has to be dust but then when the second time dude it literally like floated in forward direction. Oh, fuck, bro! Stop. Wait, okay. hold on. We gotta stop talking about it for a second. <laughs> Next time okay. we record, I'm going to have to like screen record and shit, dude, because that's so disappointing that I didn't get that on camera. Yeah. Sorry, to- I was just freaking out. I mean, I think, again, if if this, what's kind of going on is is that like spirit that I think is around. I don't necessarily think attachment, but if it's just kind of hanging around, she doesn't feel bad. She doesn't feel mean. She doesn't feel malicious. She, like I said, it's like gentle and like very subtle, but it's there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Okay, we're composed now, kind of. <laughs> I had to call Carlos because it was just like, where are you? I don't want to be in the apartment by myself. But he's not here. And I'm, I'm calm now. It, it, again, it's not something scary. It just it, it was just it was my, panic mode for a second. No, it was my fault too because I, of my the energy I was putting out, like, you That's know, true. frantic. So <laughs> it was my fault. True. I should have been more calm about it. That's why the whole paranormal investigation thing, like, I feel like I'm going to be like, <gasps> ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, for sure. I'm going to uh, scream for sure. Um, okay. But, but I will say like, it, it has been like super, I feel like I, I, I've been struggling to, to breathe um, this whole time or like I couldn't take a deep breath or, or like I would find myself just not breathing at all for some reason. Um, and, and, and- Okay. The yeah. reason why it's weird is because Eric, what did what did you or 
I guess I should give some backstory. Yeah. I mean, we, we kind of were talking about like this, this entity, this like ghost girl that I think is kind of hanging around. And, um, when I was telling my brother about it, I said, maybe she was the shadow that I saw. And what did you say happened, Eric? Yeah. As soon as she told me that, like, I literally felt like my breath left my chest. Like I, like it wasn't even for that long. It was like literally a second where I felt like just all the air was sucked out of my lungs. And I was just like, Oh, do you like, you know how when you feel like your chest just get really tight and you can't breathe. Like I felt that for like a second or two. And I told her, I was like, dude, like literally when you mentioned the shadow that you saw in the window and Uh after talking about the girl, like I felt that. So like this entire time she said that she's been feeling that. And then I, I see this little, like, I, I know Dan had mentioned yeah. orbs, but like it, it looked like it fell like from up on top, from the top of the frame down uh-huh. by your side. So I was like, oh, okay, it's just dust. But then um, I was telling Michelle that uh, there's some sweaters that are kind of hanging next to her. And I said, like, Cause again, I'm in recording in a closet. Guys. Right. So like I told her it, it like kind of came down on the side of where the sweaters are. And as soon as I said where the sweaters are, the, that same little orby light. And it wasn't like, it's like a big circle. It was like a little, a uh, pin light type. Like it was a small, like light comes from the sweaters forward towards the camera. So it's like, well, dust, like, I feel like, yeah, falling, like that could have been the dust, but now coming forward like that towards the camera, it, it, it was weird. And especially because I said My the mic. sweaters and the sweaters. Yeah. And then also the fact that you're like, your mic is fucking up. It's like, and yeah. then, and then you started seeing the orbs. Yeah. And then, well, you stopped talking. I told you, Hey, your mic is messing up. And then that's when I saw the thing fall. And then it came forward because the door is in front of you. Right. Yeah. Almost like it, maybe it was going out of the closet and now your shut, microphone is shut, fine. Okay. I'm uh, just me. Shut up. I'm stopping. I'm not even kidding. Like, well, that was fucking interesting. That was. <laughs> I swear we didn't plan any of this. Like no. the fact that I was talking about it in the beginning of the episode and then this all happening at the end of it. Like, I swear to God, this was not planned, guys. I honestly wasn't even going to talk about the what, what I'm feeling as far as like this girl. The Like, I wasn't going to bring it up. Yeah. But I figured, fuck it. I felt like we just completely took away from his that entire... The, the point is, guys, we really enjoyed the episode, um, and we we like the fact that oh, Michelle was talking about her ghost tour, and you know, the how history, important just, history yeah. is to yeah. the paranormal for sure. Yeah, definitely, it helps um, validate some experiences too. Like if you keep seeing a woman in white, you know, like why is there a woman in white? Oh, because a previous owner, you know, lived here, always wore a white gown, like whatever it may be. Like that's why history is so important. So. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard, uh, I guess it would technically be two weeks from this episode, two weeks ago, uh, rookie mistake. Somehow I cut <laughs> part of our review and our audio. Um, and I just wanted to read it again because it was actually a lot longer and I want to give, you know, the review it's full, uh, content. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yeah, five star review, um from future times 19 and it said i'll be the first to admit that i can be very skeptical and dismissive when it comes to the paranormal but after listening to a couple of episodes i'm starting to rethink what some noises and unexplainable figures i've seen at night these stories are very relatable and down to earth so do yourself a favor and listen to the episode if you're interested in the paranormal and unexplained also listen to us freak out over orbs 
<laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, guys. Um, and you know, we, we really appreciate you guys uh, leaving a review and especially giving us five stars on, um, Apple podcast, uh, because again, that helps us get up in the ranks as far as podcasts are concerned. It helps people find us a lot easier. I mean, you can search us, but, uh, it'll bring us up in like, uh, like when you click on it and all the podcasts are out there, it helps us get up in, in those ranks. So, uh, please go ahead and get on there and do that. We'd really, really appreciate it. And, um, if you have any stories like experiences <laughs> we're, we're having right now, or, uh, <laughs> You know, you're a paranormal investigator or... You, or you're a medium and you can tell me what the hell is going on here because I can't get a clear picture. Yeah, <laughs> definite, definitely um, send us a message or an email because uh, we really want to hear from you guys. Uh, and you can do that by uh, checking us out on Instagram. And that's at We Believed You Podcast. Uh, on Twitter, we're at WBDY Podcast. On Facebook, we're We Believed You Question Mark. Um, and our email is we believed you at gmail.com. Also go check out uh, Dan and uh, Joseph's pages. Uh, that's the paranormal journal uh, and hasta la muerte chronicles. Uh, they have a lot of good stuff, good content on there. And um, yeah, guys just let us know. Uh, shoot us those messages. Cause we really want to hear from your stories because we believe. Do you? Do you?